Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. In relationships, there needs to be long periods of peace. But every so often, there needs to be a good fight. When I read this, I was like, what? What? Fight is Fighting is healthy? What? Are you sure... And then I got to thinking about it. Then I did a little research and I was like, damn, we have been drawn to these bad boys, bad girls, these unhealthy, toxic relationships, because that's what we see. That's what we see in TikTok. I don't even have TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, the news. It's all these drama filled reality TV shows, these celebrities, these unhealthy ways of going about your life. And then ultimately you end up alone and lonely, or in a relationship and lonelier than when you were alone. It's kind of messed up. So today I want to talk about how to attract a bad boy. And I'm going to talk from a girl's perspective today, but men, if you're listening, this really has a lot to do with attracting bad girls too. Number two, how things can change when you grow out of bad boys. And number three, what good fights and healthy relationships look like. Now, I don't care if you've been married 20 years or you've been dating for two months, Ultimately, we get blindsided. We don't see the red flags until afterwards. Now, I'm not saying anybody is a perfect, but let me tell you that I've learned over the years, I kept attracting the same type of man in my life. I didn't understand it. I'm like, why are I, why do I have these emotionally unstable, unhappy, depressed men that need me? And it's because I was attracting them into my life. I was manifesting being needed. Growing up as the oldest of three girls, I loved the praise of Shauna's helping out with this and Shauna's doing that. And it wasn't until recently that I realized that I don't want to be needed. I want somebody to help me grow, challenge me, change me. So ultimately, you guys, all those failed relationships and my marriage came down to the fact that I was wrestling with the idea of somebody needing me versus somebody challenging me and helping me grow. Because ultimately, if you have, if you're dating a baby, they're a baby. They need you. I don't want to be somebody's mother, right? And so I'm talking from experience here and I'm talking from 32 years of why, why do I keep attracting these people into my life? And what's wrong with me, right? We ultimately look in the mirror. What's wrong with me? Nothing wrong with those guys. They're just weren't my person, right? I don't want to be somebody's mother. So I got online and I was like, hmm, how are we attracting the bad boys? So bad boys, they're known for their free spirit, their good looks, you know, their charm, right? I'm not saying every bad boy, but WikiHow has a list of ways we can attract a bad boy. And I found this very amusing. So I wanted to talk to you guys about this and see maybe is this the way you are attracting people into your life? And then you're getting completely blindsided because, well, they're the bad boy, the bad girl. You're, it's the thrill of the chase. And we've normalized that. Like we have gotten so sad and down on ourselves. Like there's no good people left in the world to date, to be with. It's not true. And maybe you are one of these people. Maybe you are the bad boy or the bad girl. Ultimately, those are the only people you're going to attract as well until you change your ways. So how do we attract the bad boy? Make eye contact and then break it. 
I was like, say what? Just look at him for two seconds. Try looking down, looking up through your lashes, like a sexy effect. And then turn away. I busted out laughing and I'm like, I could never do that. <laughs> what? Bad boys like girls who want to give them a run for their money, right? Once he notices you, turn away. Act like you don't care. And if you haven't done this in a bar before, which I'm sure I did in my college years, then try it. See if it works. Stand out to him. Bad boys don't go for girls who blend in with the crowd. And so literally just that line is like, oh, go be somebody you're not. How ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling you what WikiHow is telling me what to do, right? Don't be intimidated. So a lot of girls, you know, bad boys apparently like girls with confidence, right? And I do have confidence, but I'm not like trying to attract a bad boy, right? So just be careful about being intimidated versus being confident, right? On Wiki, it says, if you want to attract one of them, the best thing you can do is show them that you're not afraid of them. And I was like, okay, this is so cheesy, but we're doing it. We're all doing it. We're all guilty at some point. Do your own thing. Bad boys don't like girls who do what everybody else is doing. Again, be somebody you're not. If you if you like doing a certain thing and all your friends love Taylor Swift and you do too, don't don't go like say lie and say you like the like future or the weekend or something like that if you don't listen to that music. Again, doing this is encouraging behavior and encouraging you to be somebody you're not, wearing masks and showing up based on the situation that's presented to you, which is exhausting. Ignore him a little bit. You know those people that leave you on red on text messages. I would never turn that feature on, by the way. If I read your message and I don't respond, I don't respond. I will respond eventually, but like, come on. So playing hard to get, you know, one of those things where it's like, do I respond really quickly or do I wait like 20 minutes? I have a girlfriend that does this. She literally waits so long to answer a text message. And I'm like, you're playing a game. You're asking for him to play a game back. You get what you put out, you guys. So ignoring him. Play hard to get. Again, I feel like that comes with ignoring, but like maybe not share your feelings. Maybe act like you're dating a bunch of other people. Or if he calls you, don't answer on the first ring. Like what? Keep your friends out of it. Bad boys hate girls who cling to their friends and care too much about what they think. If you start a relationship with a bad boy, you shouldn't let your friends hang around too much. What? Now the internet is encouraging us not to have our friends? Like I can't even keep reading this. Like I'm just telling you what the internet is telling us and it's bullshit. So maybe you're the bad boy. Maybe you're the bad girl. Maybe that's all you keep attracting. Maybe this has nothing to do with you, but I think you can learn something from this because there is definitely power in growing out of the bad boys, which is where I thought, I thought like, this is the part that I thought was interesting. So when you fall for them, it can teach you a lot about what you want and what you don't, right? Nobody wants to be waiting by the phone. Nobody wants to wonder if they're wanted. Nobody wants to wonder, you know, if they're seeing other people. One of the first thing Cam, things Cam and I spoke about when we first started dating was like, hey, you know, we don't need to be exclusive like with a title or anything like that, but are you seeing other people because I'm not? Like we literally had that conversation. I'm 32 years old and I, I don't, I'm not here to just sleep around with a bunch of people. Made that very clear, okay? So once you realize who you're attracting, Look at the qualities in them and wonder if it's something missing within you. Like maybe you're not very confident. So it's super sexy to you that they're just confident and they just, but you know what, guys, a lot of that comes with a super freaking big ego, which is exhausting as well to deal with. So when you stop dating the bad boys or attracting them, you start to do what works for you. You start to have your own best interest in mind instead of trying to show up as somebody you're not right? It's a bullshit setup that we try to put on masks and be somebody we're not and think that that's uh, maintainable for a long period of time because it's not. 
It gets easier to spot the wrong guys. I love this because it's so true. I can from a mile away, mile away, see a bad boy. Prior to dating Cam, I went on two dates with a guy and he was a nice guy, good looking guy, baseball player, like had his shit together, had a really good job, but his ego and his bad boy side, y'all, it it was screaming from every which way. And I'm not saying he wasn't ridiculously good looking. And I'm not saying that he, you know, would have been a bad person to date. I don't know. But to me, it seemed like he was a bad boy. It seemed like me falling into old habits, right? Again, we only went on two dates, but I'm just saying it becomes easier to spot when you recognize what you're usually attracted to, okay? Falling head over heels and flat on your face is not the way to go down. Do not go go down that way. You cry a lot less. Isn't that amazing? We all have emotions. Women, we have hormones. And let's be honest, there's going to be things that upset you. Nothing should be perfect in your life. We're all imperfectly human. But with the bad boy, they keep you guessing. They keep you wondering. They make you question your own identity. Like, I need to be somebody else. I need to go get a boob job. I need to do more squats, even though I already look really good. I need to, you know, go do jujitsu instead of yoga because he's attracted to those girls. Like, I've been there. It's exhausting. Don't do it. You don't need to cry all the time. Your your tears should mean something. And when you're crying all of the time, eventually nobody even takes you seriously. So remember, it's your responsibility to choose how you show up. Don't create stories around your emotions. Recognize what you're doing. Recognize your patterns. It's funny, but it works out for you, I promise you. You start learning a new set of lessons, right? You close the chapter on bad boys, and that's hard to do, but... It's like a prerequisite in college. You know those classes you just don't want to take? You're like, I already know this. You don't. You needed all of those bad boys to show you what you need in your life. Again, you are a whole. You don't need somebody to complete you. I hate that line. You complete me. Oh, stop. You are complete without somebody else. But those prerequisites, they taught you something, believe it or not. They made me take general chemistry before organic chemistry. And I was like, it's not even related. But it is in some way. Okay, so think about these lessons and remember, pain makes us pay attention. So if you spent a lot of time crying, if you spent a lot of time wondering who you are, if people are if people are making you question who you are and your worth, those people need to be eliminated from your life immediately, whether that be friends or a significant other. You don't deserve that. You'll find you get rid of the bad boys and you have more energy. You're happier. You have Emotional energy drainage, you guys, is exhausting. It's actually more exhausting than physical energy. Have you ever worked so hard at work, like mentally been invested in a project or something like that, and you're like loving it, you're in the flow, whatever the case may be, and you're more exhausted than if you ran a half marathon? This happens to me all the time. And that's the same with relationships. It requires a lot more from you. And once you cut the cords and you focus more on your needs, you get this burst of energy. And it's not its not a coincidence. It's because where you've been expending your energy has been abused and overused and, and mistreated. You don't deserve that. When you start spending time with men, you have deeper connections with them. You start to value really good, meaningful conversations. Not like, hey, what's your favorite color? Hey, you want to go have crazy sex? Like, you just, whatever, you know? And maybe these guys that you form deeper connections with, they start calling you out on your shit. Like, girl, like, you know, and 
I feel, okay, as an attractive woman, it is hard to have men as friends. I've noticed this. I've come to realize this. Cam liked to call me naive. He's like, Shauna, like, you know, these guys want more than that from you. You know, we talked about this in the beginning of the relationship because I was really guilty of this, just thinking, no, no, they just want to be friends, but they they don't. And so if you have a good guy friend or girlfriend that's not a significant other, recognize that if they call something out or say something to you, it's coming from a good place. And so don't take it personally. Just just look look within and say, you know, is this true about me? And if so, how can you reevaluate? How can you show up differently? It's healthy to have friends that will be honest with you. Okay. You start meeting people halfway and people start meeting you halfway. So bad boys tend to take as much as you'll give them, right? They take, 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 and you're just drained. And once you stop overextending yourself to make other people happy, people will respect you more and start coming to you. Because honestly, you guys, serious men can seem alarming in comparison to bad boys. It can feel very weird. Somebody actually meeting you halfway. And we tend to run. We're like, ah, this is kind of boring. Let's go the other way. But you know what's also boring? Having somebody dependent on you or having somebody that's like constantly keeping you guessing, that becomes boring, but exhausting. And then like, then what? You move on to the next one. And then all of a sudden you're going to you're eventually going to get feelings stronger and stronger. And then you're going to wonder about commitment. So you can only get so close to these bad boys. When you switch over to emotionally available men, it can be terrifying. Son, suddenly you're opening up yourself to like something that might actually work. Like, oh my God, like what? I'm going to be long with you longer than three months. Those feelings shouldn't be scary and maybe they are to an extent, but they shouldn't be a reason that you run the other way. They're coming up because they're new and you don't know what to do with this situation. So allow them to be as they are. Don't judge them. Sit with it. You know, journal, talk to a good friend. Just really think about how it's serving you in a different, in a different way. Nice guys don't seem to have the same appeal as bad boys. And I'm here to tell you, I Cam is ridiculously good looking, a ridiculously good looking, like supermodel good looking. Okay. And I don't care if you're not dating him. I, I think that you can see that too, if you've seen pictures of him and he would hate me for saying this. However, he's not a bad boy. Maybe he was 10 years ago. I didn't know him then. Obviously it's awesome to like learn about people's past and what made them who they are, but he's not like that. He doesn't have this huge, um, like thrill of the chase thing, right? He has learned from his past experiences. He kept me at a distance in the beginning and really, really took time to open up to me. And I respect him more for that, right? So it doesn't mean just because the nice guys don't have the bad boy appeal doesn't mean you can't find somebody ridiculously good looking, so smart with a big heart. Like you can, but you have to put that out there too. You have to decide what you want. You have to show up as that list, right? You don't need to have a dramatic dating life. That doesn't, I don't care how old you are. It just doesn't need to be that way. So there are amazing guys out there and women. All you need to do is walk away from what you've always done. Cause clearly it's not working for you. And I'm speaking from experience, speaking from so much love. Okay. So now we know how to attract the bad boys and now we know how it feels to get rid of the bad boys. So what does a healthy relationship look like? Well, when I read this in the book, how to love by humble, the poet, It said, a good fight happens within boundaries and serves to open the relationship up. We need these good fights to evolve as individuals. 
and a unit in our relationship. We need a partner who challenges us, wrestles with us, and points out where we're whack and how we can be better. And I was like, damn, this is good. But the most important part that I read was it needs to be a positive to negative ratio of 20 to 1. Okay, the 20 to 1 ratio is something you should consider on a regular day when it comes to having fights or disagreements. Because ultimately, negativity weighs more than positivity. A kind comment doesn't erase a hurtful one. Okay, ultimately, we want harmony with people. And when I say a 20 to 1 ratio, like 20 positive interactions to one negative one. Okay, so if there's conflict, remember, like the words sting even worse. So we have to remember to be kind. But also, if something's bothering us, we need to not be afraid to talk about it. Okay, because keeping quiet isn't going to resolve anything. So whatever it is that you guys are differing on right now, it's okay. Remember, the commitment bubble is going to come up. It's going to get scary. However, it's it's okay if people who care about you and people that you love start fights with you. Try makeup sex. I don't know. Just an idea. But don't think the grass is greener on the other side. And my last piece of advice is... I used to do this all the time. When things got heated, I would question the entire relationship. Like, "Mm, this isn't for me. It'd be easier to walk away. All these things, right? It's not the case. Don't do that to yourself, okay? It's not. If you're sweeping a bunch of things under the rug and you're not talking about things, that's on you. You need to have the conversations. And if they don't want to have it, then you need to be with somebody else, somebody who will show up and communicate with you in the way you deserve. But do not, if you are doing this, Question the entire relationship if there's a fight, if things get heated. I'm telling you what, it's a slippery slope. I've gotten out of every relationship and in some way, shape, or form, this has happened. So when Cam and I disagree on something, I'm very, very mindful to not let it spiral out of control or to not completely shut down, right? So there's no judgments in whoever you've been attracting into your life, but there's an opportunity to attract people that are better for you, right? People that you deserve, Having good fights and healthy relationships is why we're here. So remember, in relationships, there needs to be long periods of peace. But every so often, there needs to be a good fight. Think about that. Let that sit with you today. Share it with a friend. I love you so, so, so much. And maybe I'll have an episode where I'm just fighting with you, arguing with you the whole time. I don't know how that would work. It'd be pretty one-sided considering you're the one listening to me, but I'll think it over. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Be kind. Give back. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.